Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth. May or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. Ding ba dong, you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the China Jedi Podcast, episode 13. We're recording live from Huafa 68, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Sunday morning. Not too late. We're situated in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China, nestled between Hong Kong and Macau. Yes. I am your host, as always, listeners, Chris J. Bradshaw, and my co-host today is... Ryan Chambers. Ryan Chambers. Lovely to have you here again, Ryan. Thanks, mate. Lovely to be back. Yeah, and of course, the listeners probably will be wondering why Anthony Wan Kenobi Wobi is not here again. Maybe. Well, last week, unfortunately, had a bout of the, um, the squirts, but this week, he's had to pop off for a very important business trip in Bangkok. Wow. <laughs> so we hope that's going well for him, and we look forward to you um, telling us how it goes, Anthony. So, yeah, great. Um, I'm very, very happy today, Ryan. Yep, why is that? Well, we have a very special guest from another different place in China, Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come yeah. all the way to see us from Shenzhen. And he's none other than... Matthew Dowling, age 27, English teacher. <laughs> Let's move on to the next section. Um, okay, yes, and Matt has come all the way from Shenzhen, but not just to see um, and speak to us in the studio. Uh, what have you been doing in Zhuhai? We, we had a little uh, rock and roll vacation. Uh, we, we played at your, your <laughs> a road trip. trip. Yeah, we played at your lovely uh, factory on Friday. Factory, of course, being a bar and not your normal. Yeah, yeah, it's in, not, not it's a work in, uh, Yeah, it's in Huafa. Should New city or something. Yeah. No, this is, yeah, it's in some place. And uh, the other, <laughs> and then on Saturday, we played at the London Lounge. And uh, we had a great time. Well, we played uh, the other week with the Sunny at Sands Run. Yeah, in, in, was, uh, yeah, for, yeah you, you forgot your didgeridoo. Uh, I left my didgeridoo. I was going to ask you, if you, did you see it last night? I didn't time, see but, it, no. He I likes to spread his... You want someone else to learn it, you know, so you're not the only didgeridoo <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is in <laughs> yeah, one time we were, we were playing at a, a beach party, weren't we? Um, somewhere in the woods of Juhai. It was a good gig, yeah. and Ryan but, left his original didgeridoo there, you know, the real nice yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. May and it rest in peace. It, well, yeah. it, it, I think someone must in have picked one piece, it up. Hopefully. <laughs> picked it up, but thought it was driftwood or something yeah. and chucked it in the sea. You never yeah. got it back, did you? Never got it back. Searched for... If you saw a didgeridoo on the beach, your first instinct probably would not be to play it. Yeah. You know, you'd probably use it to, like, hit someone. <laughs> exactly. Start a fight. It did look a bit like a club. That big yeah. barky bit at the end. You oh, know, goodness. we went on the radio in Macau, didn't we, the week after that? Oh, yeah. And we put a message out to people. Yeah. Anybody seen my didgeridoo? <laughs> seen it, well, what kind of radio do they have in Macau? Oh, that big tower that people jump off. That was... Yeah. That, that was... Yeah, I don't think it was that building. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that building, yeah. talking rubbish, yeah. yeah. Macau Radio. Macau Radio. Um, we'll have to get George on, actually, at some point. Is this the, a, the, the radio over there. There's, like, a live house right there. where There's, like, a, a rock venue where the owner... There is a live house. It's a, it's a Macau, DJ. Yeah. That's oh, the one... George uh, is, it's, like, on the eighth floor of, like, this old industrial building or something. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's loads of places yeah. like that. In, that guy's cool, though. Yeah, yeah, George. very cool. Um, that's why you went with Stefano, isn't it, one night, I think? Check that out. Yeah, I went one night with someone there, but... Anyway, talking, as always, far too much. Um, Matt, of course you came down to play in these bars because you are in a band. Yes. Um, it, the name of your band is... Mott. Mott! Yeah. Where, where are you from in the world, by the way? Canada. 
Canada. What about a the couple middle of, of Canada. Middle of Canada. Middle of Canada. So that would be yeah. uh, close to Toronto, closer to the border with uh, New York State. Yeah, we're, mm. I'm practically yeah. American. No, it's <laughs> weird because like the border's right there, but the cultures are completely different. You know, you cross the border um, yeah. from the most populated part of Canada to like um, sort of like an economically depressed part of the United States. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting study in nationalism, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, what brought you all the way to um, <clears throat> Zhongguo then, Matt? Um, well, I, it's a somewhat long story, but probably the story that many expats have here. Um, my, I had a friend who graduated from university. She, came, she found a job here in Shenzhen. Yeah. My friend, Jubal of the Friendly Cannons, mm. uh, an old, uh, he's gone now, but an old Shenzhen band that you can listen to if you want your supply of good uh, Shenzhen punk rock, Pao um, Yudui in Chinese. Um, uh-huh. He, so my friend told me, I told Jubal, Jubal came here, because he was trying to have a good time in China. And then like three years later, Jubal said, Matt, come to China. And I said, I will, because <laughs> I'm bored in Canada. Oh, so you but- knew Jubal already... Yeah, we went to university together. Ah, are they still here then, or...? Jubal went back. Sadly, the friendly cannons are no more. Yeah. They launched themselves yeah. like cannonballs. They flew back to... But are the yeah. other people in friendly cannons still around? The drummer went back to America as well. Um, I mean, they had a ton of bassists and vocalists, but the, the, dr- the guitarist and the drummer were the only core members, really. But the... Yeah, all, all the bassists and, uh, and singers are still... In China. So when was this? When did you come from... Um, a year and a half ago. Okay, so you're pretty... I'm a newbie. I was about to say virginic. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. What's your favourite tipple, by the way? What were you drinking last night? Uh, Estrella by the, the, oh, yeah, by like the tower. Thing. You know what favourite drink Ryan's is when we go out? Mm, what's that? Anything, anything <laughs> that's free. Okay. That's, that's what I was having. <laughs> <laughs> ching ching. Okay, well, great. Matt, lovely to have you on. Yeah. It's time for a Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. Yes, and we are going to shoot into the Sunday morning question of the week, which is if yeah. you could choose a famous musician or band to perform a 45-minute set with, who would it be and mm. why? If you could choose a famous musician or band to perform a 45-minute set with, who would it be and why? I've I got to just say, when the researchers told me this question this morning, because this is, I don't get a look at this till today, keeps it fresh. Yeah. My almost thought was I'd know this straight away. But actually, when you start thinking, as many of you probably yeah, are you now, it's a difficult one to come up with an answer for. Yeah. Do I have to play their music? Yeah, you've got to play in their style with them. No, but like, yeah, but can we like make new songs or have to like cover, help them play their music? <laughs> Back at you, Chris. What is it? Do you have something that comes to mind then? What about some... um, As a guitarist, um, you know, I'll say I've got I'm of two minds because I, I love playing the guitar and I love singing and I feel like when I do them at the same time it kind of is holding me back from one or the other. Mm. So uh, sure, yeah. I like playing drums too, but that's because I'm lazy and it's good to sit down. However, drummers won't be happy to hear that. No, drummers are good people, especially my band's drummer, a great man. However, um, you know, I, I like the yeah yeah yeahs a lot, and I know that I couldn't mm. fucking. I couldn't sing like the like uh, Karen O of the Yeah Yeah Yeah, so mm. I'd say I would want to play guitar for her. But I mean, her guitar is sorry. Okay, so the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, they're a great band. Always tough to sing like a woman when you're a man. <laughs> yeah. um, now, don't say Abba, Ryan. So <laughs> come up with something else. Um, it's, it's a difficult a, question, yeah, because you think there's so many. But, but there's so many people, you know, like great performers and great, um, you know, great talented musicians out there. We now, can't have everything. I, I, I don't know why I've just got like Freddie Mercury in my head. Oh, like, well, I know, know exactly why. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan. Right. Right, when I saw you, I thought, this man can sing Queen covers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can. You can. You can. We've discovered a hidden talent. Yeah. The Sun Yeah. In fact, he is the strongest vocalist of the Sun. I, I believe so. Yes, and also. Yes, the, the strongest vocalist. Ryan, yes. that's, I, I didn't think you'd come out with that one. So, Neither did I. Okay, so you're on stage with Freddie Mercury. Are you behind yeah. him or in front of him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, probably behind. Okay, yeah. great. In the background. Next to. Okay, well, my one is, I've actually got no a clue about this. Um, so I'm just going to go with a band I really like yeah. um, at the moment. And that's the Kings of Leon. Yeah. Ah. I, I, I love the Kings of Leon. Are you a Yeah, King man, of I, okay, I love cool. their early shit, yeah. Yes, I t- totally agree. But as many things do in life when we have creative endeavours, the first bits yeah. are the best. And then Their they make... vocals were very interesting. I completely and agree. Now they're very uninteresting. Yeah. I love that song Milk. I don't know why that one of yeah. the first... The yeah. whole album, yeah. Yeah, yeah so great. Well, um, we'd love to hear what your um, favourite bands would be, listeners. But of course, we can't because it's a podcast. Um, so let's, let's get stuck into my favourite, Guess Who? We've got to remember. Guess who then? Uh, Matt, what time did you get home last night? You look like you're about to go horizontal <laughs> on our studio floor. Yeah, it was uh, late. Perhaps 4am. 4am. 4am, listen to see. Here's the China yes. Jedi-ness of Matt here to come into the studio after getting back at 4 o'clock. Was that 4am all night at London Lounge? Or did you uh, uh, we, we did venture it. off? We went to the, the, the beach um, and... Uh, well, in Juhai, you do. It's a beach place. Skinny dipping? No. However, I mean, uh, Juhai people that are listening, and, and people that don't live in Juhai, uh, wow. In, in Shenzhen, you can't go to the beach from uh, the city center. Uh, yeah, it's so You guys have some special stuff here in Juhai. Yeah, so, maybe we forget uh, that sometimes. Don't, yeah, no, Juhai is like, uh, it's like a fun vacation. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, not like when we go to Dongguan. You know, Dong- Dongguan's just another big city. Well, that's, Guangzhou's yeah. another big city, but Zhuhai is really—it's got a different uh, feel. Yeah. And if you need to take a break, uh, you should go there. When we go to Dongguan to play in our music, though, I always say to you, it's like going to Mordor, <laughs> the place in the Lord of the Rings, and all you hear is boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah. boom. Anyway, haven't found. I like. Yet. I mean, I like Dongguan too. <laughs> the, the treehouse is a great park. Hey, I like watching Lord of the Rings. Um, the, okay. oh, they have an opium war museum in Dongguan. Everyone should go there. Very opium, interesting. Opium war museum. Is someone paying you today to come up with all of these <laughs> No, I just, I just studied history and I, I love museums. Nice. And if anyone else on this podcast loves museums, you can go to the opium war museum. Really, it's, it's a good museum. That's on the way into Dongguan. Yeah, in Humen. Uh, we saw this in a taxi and we saw a museum. And yeah, I, yeah it, but it's not... Somewhere you'd think of putting a museum. Yeah, I mean, I think it's there because actually that's where they, dest- they destroyed a lot of opium. Yes, I. They yeah. caused the opium war in Humen because they're like, we're going to destroy all the opium, and then the British were like, you can't destroy all our opium. We should take a trip there one time. <laughs> Next a historical one expedition. Yeah. Okay. What, what um, was the question again? The, it wasn't a question. It's uh, guess who? I'm going to give you some oh, clues right. to someone famous, <laughs> um, and then we're going to try and piece it together. Okay. Um, okay. Um, make yourself at home. Uh, he's putting his feet up on the studio table. Lovely. <laughs> Canadians, so polite. Um, marvellous. So the first clue, um, Mr. Dowling, is uh, this person was born 10th of July, 1961, so he's 55. Xi Jinping. Unfortunately not. That would have been a hell of a, hell of a guess. <laughs> All right, keep it coming. He's a, he's a cancer ox. He's a singer-songwriter and actor with more than 25 million records sold as of 2003. That's a lot of records. He's regarded as one of the four heavenly kings and has been uh, deemed the god of songs of Hong Kong. If you do know, by the way, don't ruin it for the listeners. You have to wait to the end, okay? So just uh, keep it in, keep no, it in. I don't, I don't know any of those Okay, guys. well, I've got more. He was born and grew up in Quarry Bay in the eastern part of Hong Kong Island. His father is from Tianjin and his mother is from Shanghai. In 2007, he revealed that the paternal side of his family are mostly seamen, including his father, (laughs) paternal cousin, and older brother. His first language is Cantonese, but he also speaks Mandarin and English fluently. Clever chap. He sings Cantonese, Mandarin, and modern English pop songs. He's known for his rich baritone voice. Yeah. On the 15th of February 1996, Matt, in London, ah, where we're from, right? He married a Hong Kong actress with whom he has two daughters. 
Now, he originally started working as a reservation officer, forget this, the airline Cafe Pacific. His music career started when he won the Amateur 18 Hong Kong District Singing Contest in 1984 with the song Fatherland by Michael Kwan. He bested more than 10,000 other contestants. That's pretty good out of 10,000. And after winning the contest, he was signed by none other than Polygram Records, now Universal Music Group. Amongst his hit songs, this is going to give it away, some of his most famous were <laughs> Amour, Just Want to Spend My Life With You, and Goodbye Kiss. The album, The Goodbye Kiss, sounds like a James Bond um, feature, was one of the best-selling albums of all time, achieving more sales in Hong Kong, Taiwan and Southeast Asia than ever attained before. la di da da thanks for this, researchers. Due to these great songs and albums, he's generally considered to be the preeminent member, as I said earlier, of the four heavenly kings of canto pop. Some of his famous quotes. Love is when there's no explanation. Just a feeling. <laughs> Finally, I remember what you said when you said goodbye, baby. We'll meet again soon, maybe. But until we do, all the best to you. I'm so lonely. I think about you only. Oh, you got a bit of a yeah, rhyme there. A bit of a poem. Yeah, a bit of a rhyme. But if he's a singer-songwriter, then... I guess, well, it's gonna be, I guess it, it would be. It would make sense. Um, this guy's not bad at rhyming. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, are you... No. I've got... Uh, I mean, I, I remember... Um, is that from Wikipedia? <laughs> the... Uh, no, no, no. It's original research. Hang, hang, hang on a minute. The researchers... Oh, yeah, that's cheeky. They're asking... They, they say your beard is very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And, and they think... No. They think that you and Ryan, my esteemed co-host, are long-lost twin brothers. Maybe. From, yeah. from other mothers in different countries. In different countries, Tran Canada. Transatlantic <laughs> brothers. They say it's because you share the same colour hair. We're, keep, right. we're keeping the Commonwealth together. <laughs> <laughs> Long rule Britannia. Remember, everyone, all the pictures of our esteemed guests are shown and highlighted on our website, ChinaJedi.com. Yes, what were you saying? The only nah. thing I know about the four heavenly fathers of mm. Canto Pop is that there was a Chinese, an influential Chinese rock album in the early 90s. I forget the name of the fellow, but the album was a Laji Chan, a garbage dump. And he, okay. he he got into a fight with the four heavenly brothers. He's like, okay, he's right. like, he's like, there's four of them, but only one of them is any good at music. And then the one that he complimented backhandedly said, "All Chinese people live in caves." So there was like a, a uh, conflict between this mainland punk rocker uh, and the four heavenly people of Canto Pop. Oh, that's a bit of goss. I like that. Yeah, early nineties. Yeah, I didn't know too much about this. These four heavenly gods. Me neither. But it's really true, and um, I think I'm sure we'll have the other three on at some point in our guest thing, won't we, um, yeah. researchers? So, okay, great. So I think we'll move on then, and we'll come back to it later and give you some extra clues. Yeah, I'm gonna need them. Yeah. Who is it? No, oh, give me more clues. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know the name. Right, Dway but Dway. Let's we'll get it on. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. Dway but Dway then. You've got to stop interrupting our... <laughs> I'm being I've, got no, I've got no manners, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't get back till four o'clock yesterday. Come on, give us some slack. Okay, yeah, probably you should be more professional and go home a little bit earlier. But hey, he's a rock and roll star. We know that. We're the sunny ascents. We get a bit naughty sometimes. Life's for living. Okay, so I'm going to give you an interesting fact. I hope this one's interesting. You're going to tell me if it's wrong or right. The thing is, you've both got to come up with the same answer. Yeah? Otherwise, one of you's going to always win. Yeah. yeah. Do we okay. have to conference? <laughs> we have to, yeah. Do what you've got to do. Why are you called Mott, by the way? Um, I mean, you're called Matt, but why is your band called my Mott? My name's Matt. Oh, God, it's not, and, is it? Uh, it's a nickname. And uh, it was, <laughs> no, it was the band camp that I had, a uh, website that I had for a long time. Uh -huh. And we, we picked a different name, but then uh, Jubal didn't want that name. And now we're stuck with this stupid name. What was <laughs> the name that you were originally going to call yourself? No, 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 come on, come on, give it a go. Uh, no, it's, like, it's, it does, it's not interesting. We'll let you into our one if you let us into yours, even if it's not oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be... No, I can't because it's, it's... Yeah, we can't do it. Okay, Matt, <laughs> Matt is waving at me profusely here, yeah. so I, I think we're definitely not going to go there. <laughs> of course, Ryan, when you and I were, before we conceded yeah. to the Sun Yat Sen's, yeah. what, what, what did we come up with? It was going to be the hot pot hippies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you did better. <laughs> 
People were no, we were going for it, and then you sent me an email or a message. You were like, "Are you sure you want to be hot pot hippies?" And I'm like, long hair and like, yeah. really yeah. scruffy. Like, well, yeah. you, did you read hot pot hippies, man. Come on. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, eventually gave in. The other one was the, remember the picture of the, us in suits with the supermarket trolley with the reggae stripes, we're going to call ourselves the unemployables. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That's but, then, good. but no Chinese person probably would be able to pronounce that yeah. very easily. Yeah. yeah, well, you can have a Chinese name too. Mot, of course, is a very, you know, you thought it's about that. It's just one syllable. Yeah. And it's actually like mot. a word in Cantonese, I think. Probably. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, <laughs> mot, what, what does mot mean? Mot. I don't know, they've got like 15 tones, but one tone is like, what? It's like a question, another tone is, so, uh, I don't know. Okay. Yes. Well, but if you can get your Cantonese researchers. Oh, I'm, I'm just in my earpiece that, yeah, okay, that's a rude one. That's a rude one. Check out what it means in Cantonese, <laughs> listeners. Uh, I'm not allowed to say it, apparently. Apparently Maybe it's rude in, in English. <laughs> okay, so, um, here's the fact. Perhaps... The best place to see traditional Chinese music is at a funeral. Perhaps the best place to see traditional Chinese music is at a funeral. Discuss that. Hmm. What do you reckon? Wait, hang on. I've you... never been to a funeral in China. <laughs> no. Have you not? No. Have you? No, I actually haven't been to Thank, Thankfully. Yeah. Um, of course, we've just had the Qingming sweeping, yeah. Yeah. tomb sweeping day. Where I asked I asked all my students, what did you do on Qingming? And they all said, nothing. Yes, that, that's... their answer to everything. <laughs> but um, I, I've got... <laughs> I've got you, you said the traditional music, but the other day when I questioned you about traditional music, you went... And I said, what are you talking about? Gujong, Arhu? And you were like, no, no, it's still a band. It's like a... Band. So I was like, that's not traditional music, mate. Yeah, so the Gujon and the Ardu, they're, they're of um, course. I know what classic, I'm going to say. The what classic are you say, right? Well, I would say, I mean, because people have always died and there's always been funerals and they're going to use old instruments, I reckon they would continue it on. So I would say, I would say yes. That's very, uh, that's very, that's a well reasoned argument. I would say, would I? Okay. Now, exactly. why would you say Boudoir? Because I've seen a lot of good music in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. Traditional, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Like, they've got the Arhu, the, well, I don't see the Gujong, but the Arhu and, like, those horn things and, like, different little, like, percussion. Yeah. Chengdu's got some really, Chengdu People's Park's got some really interesting stuff. I've seen a little bit of it in Shenzhen. I mean, the Gujong, that's the one thing. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah I, I see that a lot in hotel lobbies. Maybe yeah, I don't know what Chinese... I, in fact, I don't know what Chinese traditional music is, so I'm not really qualified to answer. Ah, you yeah, see, it's, 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 like, these questions open up cans of worms. Yeah, yeah. talking about traditional instruments or traditional... I just, music? I wouldn't know what, what is traditional and what is uh, four guys jamming in the park. Let's put it this way. You get off a plane or off a ship, yeah. and you've got a big beard and you've never been here before. Okay, well then it fits that... Yeah. And you say, uh, I want to go and see some traditional music. I'm in China for two days. What's that person who's a tall guy going to say, we need to go to a funeral? <laughs> or no. going to say, we need to go to a park? Yes. Yeah. Or a theatre <laughs> or something, you know, it's going to take so, somewhere positive. It depends what city you're in, I'm sure. Like, uh, when you say positive, funeral being negative? Well, I'm just saying, death is people bad. are sad at funerals and people go to the park and they can be happy. Yeah, I mean, let's not get into the not philosophical like debate the death is of a, of a bad or good nature, of course. Okay, let's not get... Some people moving on, that, and uh, yeah. you know, that should be celebrated, yeah, yeah. in a way, back to where we come from. Exactly. Um, okay, so, uh, Dwayne or Boudoir, what do you think, guys? Boudoir. Okay, well, Ryan, it's I'm got gonna... to agree, so you're going to fight it off, or uh, get your locks out? <laughs> I, I won't fight it, because I really don't know, so... <laughs> yes. uh, okay, so... the guest, I will say Boudoir. Okay. The fact is then, perhaps the best place to see traditional Chinese music is at a funeral. You two said that's absolute rubbish and false. The actual answer is... It's true! Well... Yeah. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> traditional Chinese funeral bands often play through the night before an open-air beer in a courtyard full of mourners in white burlap. The music is heavy with percussion and is carried by the mournful melodies of the swana, the double reed instrument, 
A typical funeral band in Shanxi province has two swana players and four percussionists. I've got to say, I, I'm not... Which province? Shanxi. Oh. I've got to say, I'm not up on traditional Chinese music. I love yeah. listening to some of the old... Instruments, yeah. And of course, we haven't been to a funeral, a Chinese traditional funeral. Mm. I tell you, mm. if you get invited to a, a funeral, sad as it is, um, you know, maybe you can really see another side of traditional Chinese music by the sound of that. So I've learned something. I wonder um, if all funerals do that, though. Uh, it's probably yeah. different by region. Yeah. China's yeah. a big place. Okay, never mind. Um, I win, you lose. It's time for <laughs> China Jedi Topic Time. You got it all right. Oh, I'm licking my lips because, of course, Ryan, you and I, we're in a band, or we call ourselves a band, Sunny at Sen. We've got Matt here today, one of the... How many are in your band? Uh, Three. Quickly go through them, because I, I met them this weekend when you played yeah. live at the factory. You've got your... your... Yeah, I, I play guitar and sing. Uh, Anne plays bass and sings, and, and Adam plays drums. Now, now, okay, now, Anne, let's take Anne. Anne's from China. Yeah, she's from Chengdu. Chengdu. She's your bass player. Yeah. And I tell you what, listeners, she got a pretty creative look. Mm. Yeah. You don't see many Chinese with pink hair and it was green as well and really cool boots and. She's yeah. a yeah. She's a punk rocker. Yeah. She, she's an original songwriter. Um, I mean, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's. Why so I, you write songs together and you. And... That's what we're getting into. I mean, we've only been a band for three months, so we're yeah. still like trying to find our our songwriting style. But, um, yeah, we, we both write independently, and uh, we've started to write collaboratively. Blend it together. And, of course, they were actually meant to come to the studio listeners today, but I guess maybe... Um, I'm yeah. the only morning person in the band. <laughs> yes, yes. So it was a shame. Don't sleep. This guy, he's come straight from the beach. <laughs> I wanted, I, I wanted to um, get some um, opinion from Anne, of course, of being in a foreign band uh, as a you know, yeah. native Chinese, so maybe another time. Um, I think she just needs to hear us say a lot of bullshit and put yeah. up with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was yeah. she... Yeah, I remember going to Secret Spot and there was a band of four girls. Was she, that was Salty Air. She wasn't part of that no, band? No, no, no. They're, they're cool. They're going to yeah. play again soon in Shenzhen. Yeah. It's a, a Shenzhen band, Salty Air. They, they play post-rock music. Salty Air. I uh, wish that was the only thing in the air around these parts. Um, okay, so this question we're going to discuss today, uh, listeners, uh, you two... Um, is asked by a Miss Easy Lay from nearby Zhongshan. And um, Easy Lay wants to ask the question, what's it like playing in a foreign band in China? I guess she's Chinese being called um, Lay, Easy Lay. Yeah, we're um, a Shenzhen band. Yes, but maybe she, have you played in Zhongshan before? We've played in Zhongshan before. No. Okay, great place, Zhongshan. Well, anyway, um, Ryan, have you... Met Easy Lay before? Josh? No? Okay. Never, never met her, mate. Okay. So, what's it like playing in a foreign band? She's obviously interested. What is it like playing in a foreign yeah. band? You go first on this. We like, uh, we like it um, because um, there's a lot of good venues in Shenzhen. And, um, I mean, that could be any band, but. A foreign band in particular. What, it is, what is it like to be a Canadian or an American playing music in China? Um. It makes you reevaluate what you're doing, uh, and that's cool. And you, you, tr you try to find that sweet spot where you're connecting with an audience that does not have the same touchstones that you have. Mm. However, you still have commonalities, and we're, you know, we're, it's a, an evolving process. <laughs> that was a boring Ooh, answer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. I like, I love it here. You know, I don't, I don't think I could be doing in Canada what I'm doing here. Were you in a band in Canada? Have you always been in... Yeah, I mean, I, I had a band in university. Okay. I, well, I mean, it was a couple. I mean, Jubal was in it as well, of Friendly Canada. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, there was another very talented songwriter, uh, Greg McLeod. You can find him on Bandcamp. Uh, he's, he's made a ton of really good albums. That's, okay. That's not BS. That's the truth. But... Um, yeah, we, we played a lot in university, and then I, I mostly did stuff on my own afterwards, some home recording and, and songwriting, and so now it's those songs that we're playing. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. What's, what, Ryan, you know, obviously we're part of the Sun Yat Sen's, what, what's it like for you playing in a foreign band in China? Just... I mean, you say I play in a foreign band in China, but to be honest, I've got nothing to compare it to, because I never did it in England, so, yeah. um, you know, I didn't really start playing music until I came over yeah. here 
and yeah. Uh, yeah. the same as well. Yeah, I mean, me, yeah. I thank China a lot for allowing me the time and space China, and giving me the confidence. Yeah. yeah, to pick up instruments and play. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I think if I had stayed in Canada, I'd, I'd be screwed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. One, I wouldn't have the time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I've got a bit more time here to concentrate on my own things that I want to do. Um, so yeah, but I, I I really enjoy I really enjoy gigging and I love going out and meeting people and you know playing original music to people. I love it. Yeah, and I think for me as well with the Sun Yat Sen's, it it was never about and it never is um, for me about uh, this wanting to get thousands of fans and become famous and get signed by Polygram Records and nothing like that. For me, and it's not even about to be quite honest what the audience who listens to our songs thinks about our songs. That's not really of a huge importance to me. What I really find important with the band that I'm in is the camaraderie, the friendship, the group that I have with my bandmates. Mm. Whether we go to Zhongshan, Dongguan, uh, we go to the festivals in Yangshuo. Yeah. Um, for me, that's what it's about. And if the crowd enjoy us and they come and dance in front of us, that makes it even better. That makes yeah. it more about even that plus that, yeah. which is great. So, uh, of course, many times we've played gigs, the crowd have been very quiet, yeah. the dice game has been more important than what's been sung, but then yeah. sometimes we've gone and we've had an absolutely fantastic time, right? Yeah. yeah. And the dice sound great during the quiet part yeah. of the song. <laughs> it's, great, it's, great it's like you've got a tambourine player. It's a good ad lib, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, venues, like talking about venues is bad, we've played in some bizarre places, from hotels oh, sure. to caravan festivals, caravan beaches... Fun. Um, you've got some, some nightclubs. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> played in a nightclub. That's for sure. That's, um, that with, was weird. With squirty cream that comes out and gets licked off bodies. Yeah, that was um, that yet. <laughs> Oh, you will, yeah. Just keep gigging. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot... Yeah, I mean, the best is when you find a venue that you really feel at home at. Which we have... And they invite you back. Yeah. We had that for a while at, in Shenzhen. Uh, Magma, they just got their... Um, they just got... They can't have shows there anymore. Really? Why? Uh, pro- problems with the community. Okay. But, um... That, I mean, that was a... That was a it's some guys moved down from Beijing. They had uh, spent time in the Beijing music scene. Okay. And they, they set up a great little bar where they oh, let musicians sweet. do whatever they want. Magma, that's... Is that in Coco Park? No, no, you, that wouldn't exist in Kogo Park's a monstrosity. Yeah. Uh, where you, monstrosity. Is that, is that the one with the fake beach? Uh, no. They've taken it away, the fake the beach? The fake beach was also shut down. That's a, a recurring theme, is uh, uh, foreign bars that have good music getting shut down in Shenzhen. You know the beach you went to last night to go yes, skinny, that was you? a real beach. No. no. It's a fake, fake beach. Oh. Yeah, welcome to the Truman Show. Well, it was a real beach, but they've added... It was very small... It was a rocky edge, like the when you go around to see the Pearl Lady, oh, and then they just cut yeah. it back, layered it, and put beach there. Well, Whole Lover's Road is a complete... They've construct. done good work, though. They've done good yeah, work. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah, loving it. Um, so, uh, let's talk about uh, the music scene a bit more, then. Um, as a band player with the Sunny At Sense... There's a, always an issue, not an issue, but a discussion over originality. Um, of course, we play completely original music um, because that's what we want to do. And of course, a lot of bands, you would say, foreign bands generally do covers, mm. which I have nothing, no problem about. Now, we did some research on this and uh, there's a guy, a Spanish guy, who's really famous here called Cole Ruiz. Mm. Um, have you heard of him before? No. No. Not that famous. Anyway, he was talking about when well, no, he's famous with the Chinese netizens. No one knows about him, you know, uh, yeah. on the other side of the, of the uh, funnel. He's, he speaks good Chinese or something? Yeah. One challenge that foreign singers share, he says, is that Chinese audiences and sometimes even producers and agencies prefer that they sing famous Chinese songs and occasionally the works of American pop singers rather than their own original works. Mm. He explains that this is often the case for simple marketability. For a TV show, it means the audience won't switch the channel because they know and love the song. For a performance, it means that the audience can sing along. So this person's solution was to sing covers while making her own changes to them. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love being able to take a cover song and make it your own, you know? Like, yeah, uh, sure. Bob Dylan and Jimi Hendrix all on the Watchtower, you know? Yeah. Like um, uh, Trent, uh, Johnny Cash... Uh, 
did that Nine Inch Nails song, and then Nine Inch Nails was like, well, I guess uh, uh, he did it way better than us. You know, so. Different perspectives, though, Matt. For yeah. example, if my wife starts cooking a meal, and she says, oh, can you just go and put some of that in it? And he's like, I'm not interested. That's right. her meal. Let her do it, and I'd love to taste it, and it should be brilliant. I want to, for me, I like to create from scratch when it comes to yeah. this kind of stuff. And I would never be able to play a cover I don't think is better as, yeah. as that cover was. I find it very hard to sing a song that I didn't write, you know. I yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, a, there's a disconnect in yeah. my it's opinion. Hard. It's hard in the sense that I do it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys saw us play. Like we, I, I mean, Anne is a, a talented musician. Shame about the other two, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. No, Adam's a good drummer, but like I, I can only really do what I do. I mean, you know, you can't get me to. Well, we can, you can't get can me to do really Hotel California. Exactly. <laughs> mate, the amount of times they ask covers. Yeah. What do they ask us to play? Right? Hotel California. It's like we. I mean, I would not. I mean, I can try it. to play it, but they won't be very happy with. It. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. Sometimes I wish yeah. I could be flown to the moon, yeah. and we've got that situation. But we did a few covers. We tried it, didn't we? Yeah. You know, we tried to dibble. Yeah. And so we did a, a Backstreet cover. Backstreet yeah. Boys, everybody. Which we, which we regified. <laughs> yeah. And then we regified Hotel California, and the chorus went like this. Do you remember this? Welcome to the Green Hotel, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, when they heard this, they, they, they thought we'd made a mistake. <laughs> so you can't win either way. So we just stick yeah. to what we're... Yeah. What no, we're, I mean, into. We're, we're in the market for like cover songs that we enjoy playing. There you go, listeners. Uh, He's in the market for cover songs. I think like the, there's that, that older Beijing band, uh, Car Sick Cars. Um, they've got a song, Zhong Nan Hai. I think we might cover that because uh, there's only like 10 Chinese words. So, oh, there you go. So I, I, I know 10 words. I, I even know those 10 words, so we can probably cover it. Matt, we got a song, a Chinese song. It's yeah. called Ting Badong. Yeah, I like that one. And that's the only Chinese that's in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on then from the originality. Um, by the way, uh, any drummers, free drummers around Shenzhen that want to come over and be a part of a uh, interesting... Can they relocate to Juhai? They, they, the cat, Ryan's got a, a room in his house that we like to give up to. <laughs> I don't know any... I don't know any... I think you guys might need to come to Shenzhen. <laughs> Yeah. We need we just always have a problem with drummers, don't we? It's a constant problem. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one that one. Maybe it's a problem. If I find a drummer <laughs> that hates Shenzhen, I'll tell them to move to Juhai. Yeah, there already... probably is one like that. <laughs> now, being a musician, you've heard about this whole thing about banning songs in this great country. You can't come to China. And, I think yeah. all of our songs are banned. <laughs> yes. But do you know the reason for a lot of these songs being banned? No. Could you hazard a guess? Um, they're too beautiful. <laughs> well, apparently, it can be deemed um, to harm the social morality yes. of the country, listening to someone talking about bad things, because, you know, okay. you, know, you well, might like in, do those In, in the United States in the 80s, you know, they were like, oh no, the metal is making kids uh, hurt themselves, you know, it's the same. Yeah. We, we've had that problem in the West, too. Well, anyway, among, among the list, apparently, of songs from a Taiwanese singer, uh, Chang Tsung Yuk, he's a household name in China, apparently. He's been banned. Yuk's music, which includes lyrics such as, I don't like Chinese women, and there are... Some, <laughs> there are, there are some, <laughs> That's pretty intolerant. <laughs> yeah. And listen to this one. There are some people in the world who like farting while doing nothing, was said to contain severely problematic content, uh, according to the Ministry of Culture. So you've got to be careful um, what you write here. And of course, a lot of our, our songs are very positive um, yeah. and about. What, what about your songs? Are they kind of um, edgy or? No, I, I think I, I find myself saying before most songs uh, that... You might get banned. <laughs> no, I say the core. I mean, they're about like situations and things, but the core of the, the song is like, hey, have a good time, love the people around you, and uh, don't waste your time. Cause, uh, good, I like that. You don't have long, yeah. Because you might not have that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is interesting. Well, these stats I've been given are Chinese music habits. Yeah, this is quite an interesting one. More than 997 million people in China, that's 72% of the population, listen to music every week. How the hell they know this? According yeah. to a survey, the average Chinese consumer enjoys 16 hours of music per week. Huh. With 66% of listeners use streaming services. One of those 16 service. hours can be much. 
<laughs> or China Jedi podcast. Or a Sony SM. <laughs> um, it lags behind the US where 91% of the population listens to music every week. And in the UK where the figure's 85.5%. But China has a healthy live scene. This is what I found interesting. With 57% of affluent fans attending concerts compared to 51% in the US. Yeah. Mm. Now, the figures show a great disparity between wealthy Chinese consumers and those on lower incomes. In total, 83% of the rich consumers listen to music at least once a week, compared to only 53% for the low earners, poorer people. Mm. The well-off tend to prefer Western or English language music and are more likely to listen to pop, rock and jazz. Yeah, so Foreign rock, pop and jazz. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Um, you might like this one. They spend an average of 914 R&B on music every year, Okay, while oh. poorer Chinese consumers spend just 118 yuan. Hmm. A year. Yeah. So we need to make our ticket. Yeah. Well, but Matt, there's hope by the look of this statistic. What is that? Like ticket? Stop asking questions. <laughs> anyway, it's been projected that spending on the music world increase over the next decade with overall consumer spending expected to reach $56 trillion, driven largely by young affluent connected consumers with disposable incomes. Um, and it says here piracy remains a barrier. But the point is, I think there's a lot of market to be had here. And I think a lot of the Western music companies... Um, are wanting to get a piece of it. Um, so, I think it's an interesting time for music here, yeah? It's going to really yeah. open up. Yeah, dude, for Definitely. sure. This is, it's fa- this is a fascinating it place really, to play music. It, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, and I feel weird about that, because it, it does, rock and roll in, in China does seem to be a, a preserve of the middle class and people connected to Western culture. Um, but, I mean, there are Chinese indie bands and Chinese punk bands yeah. that, that have made made scenes out of nothing. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see that if... I'd love to see it grow. If so. there was more... If it was very accessible, if anyone could have it, and they can on the internet. And, um... Yeah, like, I mean, maybe, like, do... No, I will not speed up. And, like, uh... <laughs> Maybe perhaps uh, like some sort of program that helps. Like my friend was doing a program in, in uh, an urban village in Shenzhen, helping uh, migrant children there learn about photography. And maybe you could do something like that with music. Yeah, and, interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting point. Um, so talking about big bands, uh, you know, big I love bands. Britney Spears. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now the Chinese apparently frequently turn up on the touring itineraries for a range of these acts. Taylor Swift. Bob Dylan, Robbie yeah. Williams, Bon Jovi, Michael Bubble, 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 Bubble. It's French, Canadian, yeah. and Ellie Golding have all played there in recent years. But booking a show in apparently cities like Shanghai is not without its pitfalls. Oh, by the way, guess what the first Western band was that ever played in China? Was it Metallica? No. Or metal? Band? Thirty-one years ago. Any idea? Was it metal? Rolling Stones. Wow. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's. <laughs> First Western band to play in Beijing and, uh, and Guangzhou. Well done, Wham. Anyway, check this out, right? Before before these big artists play. Before foreign artists can, can, can perform, the culture ministry runs background checks and pre approved set lists. And we've had this when we've played yeah. at big festivals. And you have to send in it's, your, yeah, your so songs. It's the letter of the law. Yeah. They can get you if you don't do that. In 2006, the Rolling Stones were told to drop five songs, including Honky Tonk Woman and Let's Spend the Night Together because of their suggestive lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, as Mick Jagger said, we have 400 more songs that we can play, so it's not really an issue. Now, that's the way to get around it, isn't it? Very diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lovely. Um, <laughs> I went to Bob Dylan in Beijing. Yeah. Well, I say I went there. Yeah. I went to uh, get the tickets on the door because obviously you can... There's people outside, you know, right. selling tickets, but uh, they always had tickets, but obviously the price was skyrocketing, so you just yeah. waited outside at the bar. You still the live in Beijing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got to make it up there. Did you get in or not? No, you just like, waited in the bar, like... What a useless road. story that was yeah, then, I know. Right? Okay. It's about the trouble to get, yeah. to get the tickets, and, you know, you have the opportunity to buy them yeah. outside the stadium very easily, yeah. but they just, like whacking the price up and then even with just half an hour left of the show they were still saying oh no 500 R&B it's like, God, 500 R&B to go and watch Bob Dylan yeah you cheap bastard it's going to be more these days no, okay well before we move on I, I just want to have a parting comment about because Matt's from Shenzhen we're from Zhuhai um, we've been to Shenzhen quite a lot we know a lot of bands there 
now. Mm. Um, and of course, came to do the Magic Island uh, together last year, festival in Great Juhai. Um, what's that? Great time. Mm. Yeah, the Magic Island. Hopefully, there'll be another one this Number year. Number three, baby. Yeah, mm. music listeners. I'm hoping Mott will be stacking up the stage. I think so. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of skinny dipping to do. Um, and uh, I want to talk about Shenzhen quickly. It's a place, a secret place, um, on the eastern side of Shenzhen. What's the beach called? Sichuan. Sichuan. Where Sichon obviously Nate has gone back to America now, had a nice little cool cafe there, didn't he? Yeah. And we went out there a few times to play a lot of live, a little music scene there, isn't there? Well, it was. Yeah, little mini fest, they used to call it, yeah. Yeah, Nate, um, he no longer owns it, but there was a connection to his brother John, who's in the Shenzhen music scene. And so they, they bring all Shenzhen's best bands out there. Yeah. Or all the bands, really. Who's running it now, then? Uh, a new fellow named BB. I haven't met him, but yeah. same thing. Chinese foreign? Uh, I don't know where he's from. But it, I think he's foreign. It yeah. doesn't seem to be... Secret Spot doesn't seem to be doing the same kind of thing now. I, yeah, I have no idea. I only... You know, they just tell me there's a concert out there. I get on a bus, and then I go. Well, that's if, all I know about the Secret Spot. And if there anyone is... Because we've done some trips there with coaches, haven't we? If, yeah. if anyone gets invited or hears of something... We'll certainly um, say something, won't we, on this pod? Because yeah, it's a great... Yeah. You know, there's not much going great, on. There's a great concert coming up there in the middle of May. I believe it's May... Okay, so there's something going on in the yeah. middle of May. Adrian's birthday. Adrian, yeah. the king of the Shenzhen music scene. Fantastic drummer, fantastic yes, drummer. Yes, indeed. Fantastic yes. singer. And actually, we played uh, the, the Vagina... Of our China uh, is a song... Um, what's the one I love, Ryan? Um, Tree Whistle. Yeah. Um, on one of the episodes. There's so. some didgeridoo on that, right? There is, yeah. There is some um, didge, yeah. I wonder who played that. Wonder where, wonder where that didge is. Dirty didge. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's move on. Let's have a joke. Jingle jangle, John Wen. Yes, we're back then. It's joke time. Last week, uh, we had to skip the joke because of its vulgar content. Well, yeah, that's what I heard. I'm so, pretty well, sensitive. I don't want to hear yeah. it. The Ministry of Culture told us... I don't want to hear any of your blue material. Okay, here we go. Um, A single Chinese man owns a Chinese restaurant, and one day a beautiful Chinese woman walks in. He immediately walks over and asks her out on a date. She agrees. They go out for a while, and soon the man proposes to her. She says, yes, but before we do, there's something you must know. Hmm. I've never had the sex, but I've read about it. The sex. Hmm. (laughs) He says that it's not a problem, and they are married. His translation is classic. On their honeymoon, the man tells his wife that since she's a virgin, she can choose what they do first. She says, oh, most honourable husband, I'm honoured to be a wife, even though I've never had the sex. (laughs) But I've read about it. So I've chosen to have the 69. The husband looks confused. And after thinking about it, he says, you want the beef and broccoli? Okay, we've had worse. That's, um, a, that's, a, cool, that's a cool joke because it's really dirty and then it becomes clean. At the <laughs> Just like our music. Um, okay, great. So let's move on from that. Um, I tell you, we have had worse jokes than that, Matt. Um, Thank you for not giving me the worst. <laughs> it's Jedi Sith of the Week, people. Oh, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, me. Jedi Sith of the Week, then. Let's kick off with the Jedis. I, I want some Jedi Force in the studio now. Who's going to go first? Uh, my Jedi is Juhai, the city. Oh! We've had a great time here this weekend. It's Sunday morning, and uh, uh, we, we love it here, you know? It's very comfortable. You can ride a bike. There are leaves floating in the wind. <laughs> in the salty air. Yeah, salty air. The pagoda lake. Isn't it beautiful, the pagoda friendly, lake? A pagoda lake, friendly musicians, friendly bar owners. You know, if any Shenzhen people are listening, you got to get out of Shenzhen once in a while, guys. It's just you got to see the fresh air. You, know? cool. you live in the biggest city in the world. Get the hell out of it once in a while. So, come to Juhai, yeah. 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 Come nice. to the city of five million. <laughs> Nice, nice Jedi there. Okay, Del, Ryan, sorry. Uh, I'm going to say the new King Kong movie is my Jedi. It's pretty good. I wasn't going to go and see it based on the last one, but yeah. Queen, Eddie Mercury, Eddie Mercury. and King Kong. Yeah. What are you coming out with today? No, you, wait, wait for my Sith. King <laughs> <laughs> so it's King Kong 2, is it? Are they on number 7 already? But it's still King Kong 1, isn't it? Because it's oh, just so, a new... Right, okay, so King Kong there, if you want to yeah. go. And if, if you want to bring Ryan, I'm sure it was so good, he'll go again. Yeah. Um, okay, my Sith is... Um, sorry, oh, my well. Jedi. 
Am I chatting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my old students, Vivian, um, in Shanghai, we've finished now um, because she's going to America to uh, do her master's in um, nursing. And uh, we had a really nice uh, time teaching uh, together. So I'm, I'm going to miss her. And she sent me, this is why she's my Jedi, wait for it. She sent me something from Japan, all the way from Japan, mm. from Starbucks. And it was a Starbucks bottle holder. Nice. Mm. So I'm going to use that when I go to the gym. Yeah. To put, to put coffee in when you go to put the gym. Coffee in or tea or something like that. Marvellous, thoughtful gift. Um, okay, on to the sifishness of the world. Um, hit me with some uh, with some sifishness, Moddy Matt. I don't... Matt Mott. Sith, I, I'm a pretty positive guy. And, oh, uh, God, you made me sick. Yeah, I'm Canadian, you know. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the, 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 uh, degradation of the environment. Uh, mm. is that a well, how yeah. about this? Yeah. At the secret spot, a lot of stuff was going on um, help, trying to help the coral um, become... Yeah. Resurrected, wasn't it? Because a lot yeah. of coral, offshore corals been whacked out. You've done some of that stuff, haven't you? As a charity. What's a charity yeah. called? Uh, Die for Love. Yeah, Die for Love and degradation of the, the sea world. Um, yeah. yeah, it's spreading everywhere. Okay, thank you for that. Um, well, not thank you for it, but thank you for it. Um, <laughs> Sif me. Um, the other day, I was in Gongbei, wanted to get a taxi. Taxi stops next to me, and I said, okay, told him where to go. And then he says, oh, I can't, I'm hungry. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Well, hi, Mr. Fan. Huh? I go, well, sure, Mr. Fan. I'm like, well, why did you stop the car? And like, you, you are a taxi driver, you know? I think it's just important that he got his fruit. But yes, that's funny. Well, yeah, like, at least he was honest, I suppose, in a way. I've noticed the cabbies here are, are more laid back than so, the yeah, not Shenzhen ones. But... I don't think they would say that in Shenzhen, they'd yeah. just drive up. <laughs> Yeah, we, so we have that, uh, yeah. that comment. In the bigger cities, the taxi drivers tend to be um, maybe a little bit ruder. I think they have to deal with more BS. But yeah, that's, that's true. I, I like Zhuhai. Yeah, respect to that. Uh, my, sif is a, my sif is a, a bag of rice um, that was put on the bottom shelf in the kitchen and Jasper, my young one, found it and he chucked it everywhere. You know, rice, when it falls, it's bread. Here's the worst bit. My wife, who I helped clean it up, I did the pushing of the brush and she had the pan and it went in the pan. She then infinitely, in her wisdom, put it outside and didn't put it in the bin. So in the morning on the Monday, I came out and, of course, I kicked the pan pan and everywhere. The rice came back for vengeance and the floor was wet and it all stuck on there. It really pissed me off. (laughs) A bag of rice, people, put them on the top shelf. You've got kiddies. Um... You're not going to guess what I've been told, but I'm not going to tell you it because I shouldn't tell you it, but I'll tell you it later. I can't tell you it, so I can't tell you. Okay. okay. Cool. It's, it's time for CJ plug time. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. Plug time then. Um, let's plug something positive that's going on in the community um, all around the world that you'd like yeah. people to know about. What's the go? Um, I would say if there's uh, any open mics in Juhai, any Juhai musicians should go jam out at the open mic. And um, uh, my... I'm going to plug my band. I've been plugging plug it. away, yeah. That's absolutely I've, been, I've been plugging it all, all day. What's your new album called? Yeah. Uh, okay. Which I think it's kind of an alienating title. Um, yeah, like we're not bad. Yeah. But no, I, I say it because like whenever I'm doing like something in the street, like maybe an old Chinese person will be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like if I'm playing Genza, you know, that like feather thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feather hacky sack. Oh, they say. Then, 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 hey, you're not bad. Or like I was making dumplings, and uh, they're like, hey, he's not bad at that. And <laughs> so it's kind of like the weird expectations that people, that, that um, local people have for foreigners sometimes. So Laowai Butuo, just break that down quickly, Laowai being... foreigner, Butuo, not bad. Yeah, so foreigner, not bad. Where can yeah. we find this album, man? Uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. And we have a Doban that links to our Bandcamp. Okay, so you go to Bandcamp and you type in Mott, yeah? M-O-T-T. Yeah, M-Zero-T-T. Hey. Hard to find. Mm. M-Zero-T-T. We're never going to make it big. No, but it's, I mean, really, it's about, we're a slacker band. 
you know, we, we try to manage people's expectations. Hey, come on, that's, uh, you know, you're creating and that's a beautiful yeah, thing. We fully sure. support it. Um, Ryan, any plugs quickly? Uh, there's a shrimp, nice shrimp fishing place in Juhai. It was quite yeah. cool. We have some beers, sit there. That's an interesting experience. They basically got two swimming pools. Yeah. But they got rid of the swimming pool idea. Yeah. Filled it with dirty water, put a load of shrimps in. You pay the money, get your wand. Yeah, <laughs> your, your rod. fishing rod. Catch your shrimps and go and cook them. Yeah, or there's other food there in case you don't catch anything. You don't starve. Yeah, we got one, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a really cool thing. I was, you know, yeah. we had that back home. I was it's trying to do that. About 20 minutes away outside of Juhai. It's cool. And I'm sure you've got the website. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp farming, yes. Um, okay. And my, my plug is um, Westworld. Sorry, I, I've got oh, I'm watching Westworld. Yeah, season one. Great take on reality. Yeah. Um, that people Westworld okay let's quickly get back into guess who we've got to remember right then extra clues I'm thinking you're definitely needing um, and I'll rinse them out now then so this person we're talking about in his half century world tour this person set a Guinness world record for the largest combined audience for a live act in 12 months with 2,048,553 audience members and over the year, which was in yeah, 2010 to 2011, he performed 105 live concerts in 61 cities across China, USA, Malaysia, Singapore and Australia. I don't know if music would be a fun thing when it's like that, <laughs> although I'm sure he had some fun. Um, in December 2006, he performed live the theme song Together Now at the opening ceremony of the 15th Asia Games in Doha, Qatar. He was introduced as the most popular Asian performer in the world. Urgh. 2010, he and two others sang a Mandarin version of Waving Flag, the celebration mix for the 210 FIFA World Cup. And in 2012, he sang the cheering song of China for the 2012 London Olympics. That's all you're getting. Answers, please. That really famous Hong Kong singer. Yeah. Right? Any uh, idea? Come up with something. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan? Okay. Really no idea, mate. Guess who then this week, listeners, is none other than Jackie Chung. Oh, I do know yeah, that name. Jackie Chung. Yeah. I don't know. Jackie Chung. I've probably heard the song. Ah, never mind. That's something we learn again, isn't it? Famous musician and um, yeah. there's a lot of other things. Jackie Chung, one of the four gods of canto pop. Yeah. So um, we're going to finish, as always, with um, the song. last Emperor's song. This week, again, another original song from your lovely band, Mott. This Mott, uh, song, Matt, is called Home. Yeah. Quickly, tell me about this. Uh, it's just from impressions I had of uh, having a good time with friends in university. And uh, the chorus is hopeful. And uh, if there's anything bad going on, you know, you'll still make it home at the end of the night. Cool. That, yeah. That's the chorus. So, good. I like that a lot. And I like that you've come all the way from musical Shenzhen to yeah. do some music in Juhai. And we hope to see you soon, yeah? Thanks for coming. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, so this is Home, everybody, by none other than Mott. And this is China Jedi, people.
you for listening to the China Jedi podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.